Saturday is starting Friday. Hurry into JCPenney to find select home expressions 100% cotton solid bath towels for $3. Plus, get an extra 20% off with your JCPenney credit card and coupon on select items. Or get an extra 15% off with any other form of payment. Prices valid 826 to 827 coupon required. Valid 824 to 828. Some exclusions apply. 20% off are to credit approval. Check jcp.com or newspaper for coupon details. And hey, Connecticut, come Friday till 10 p.m. and Saturday 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. to shop tax-free on clothing and footwear priced less than $100. Ends 827. JCPenney. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Networks. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. Hello, everyone. This is the Life Coach Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio. My wonderful co-hosts are Kathy and Sharissa Sebastian, and today we're discussing decision-making. I'm your host, Jan Jaffe. Welcome to Think Tank. On Think Tank, we welcome all of our listeners to participate in our conversation, and if you would like to, we would be have you call in. The number here is 646-716-9397. I'll just take a moment to introduce myself. I'm a graduate of Northwestern University from which I hold both my bachelor's and master's degrees. I'm also an iGRID professional coach, energy leadership index master practitioner, and a core well-being dynamic specialist. I had a successful international career as a concert and opera singer and voice and masterclass teacher, which was cut short by traumatic brain injuries. These TBIs as they altered my life. I lost language for six weeks and was thrilled after four months when I was finally able to walk with the aid of a walker. My recovery took many, many years and was extremely difficult, but as a result, I've come to discover many things about myself and life. What it is to lose oneself, definition, career, and purpose in life and feel totally lost, that there is great strength in vulnerability, that there can be great opportunity and challenge, strengths I had never known I had, the true meaning of resiliency, and that I'm good at picking myself up, dusting myself off, and hurling myself forward. I don't mean to make it sound as though it was an easy or straightforward process. It most certainly was not. With Forward to Success, I'm dedicated to helping professional women achieve optimal success of their potential and passion, purpose, life balance, and well-being in every aspect of their lives. You can contact me at info at forwardtosuccess.com. Decision-making can be one of the most challenging, anxiety-producing, and defining week in our lives, impacting our present, our future, our definition of ourselves, the road we choose, and the people in our lives. In this episode of Think Tank, we discuss all of the influences on our decisions, how to make them, and how best to live with them. Our show today is 
decision-making, how to make them, how to live with them. And now I'd like to introduce my co-hosts, Sharissa. Please tell our listening audience a little about yourself. Hi, Jan. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be on uh, the radio again with, uh, with both of you, um, with you and Kathy. So uh, my name is Sharissa Sebastian, and I am a life and leadership coach for women. And uh, I also speak and write. I have a, a blog on my website. And I'm also the co-owner of Stop, Smile, Breathe, Women's Retreats. Uh, my passion is helping women break free from being stuck, overwhelmed, and stressed to living a life of passion, purpose, joy, and fulfillment. And the focus of my work is mainly in the area of career transition and advancement. And I help women find what it is that they're passionate about and also help, help them find that good fit in terms of their career or the, the next step in their um, career. And I'm also very passionate about helping women with work-life balance which is why I love the uh, retreats that we host as well. So that's, uh, in a nutshell, that's what I do. And you can find more information about me on my website at www.sharissasebastian.com. Thanks so much, Jen. Thank you, Sharissa. And I also want to uh, just uh, correct myself from earlier. I, 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 I gave the wrong title. I was slightly off. It was more of a description than the actual title. The title of today's show, in case I've confused anyone, is Decisions, Decisions, How to Make Them. And now, Kathy, please introduce yourself. Hi, Jan. Thanks. And it's great to be with you and Sebastian and our Sharissa, sorry, and uh, in our audience today. Um, I sometimes get so mesmerized by Sharissa's lovely accent that I just get a little thrown <laughs> off. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, as Jan said, I'm Kathy Aquino, and my coaching and consulting practice is called Courage to Lead. I help people who are looking to maintain their health or combating a health challenge, and um, or maybe they're working with a loved one who is. Patient advocacy for yourself or someone else is about assuming a degree of leadership, and many people have challenges with that. I also coach small business owners who are not profitable or they're feeling overwhelmed. Um, through coaching, they learn what unintentional messages they may be conveying and how it causes them to attract a certain type of client or create unnecessary challenges. I help them review their communication and their business setup and see where they may be able to make changes that reflect what they really want so they can make themselves and their, hap their clients happy and satisfied. I have a master's degree in education, 20 years teaching health and advocacy, and certification through the highly respected Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching. I've worked not only as a paid advocate, but also with family members, including my husband as he battles cancer. You can find more about me and all my contact information at uh, C-O-U-R-T-O-L-E-A-D.com. Thanks, Jan. Oh, thank you, Kathy. And I just want to say um, how much I enjoy and, and love working with you and Sharissa. So thank you so much. Um, now, I would like to invite our listeners again to call in with any questions or comments. We welcome your calls, your questions, your comments, and contribute uh, contribution Excuse me to the discussion. The number here is 646 716-9397. Decision-making can be one of the greatest challenges we are presented throughout our lives. It presents itself in all forms, sizes, topics, and 
instruct a young child might might find it uh, a challenge to decide what flavor ice cream to enjoy. A couple may find themselves in an unsatisfying relationship. A cancer patient may find him or herself at a crossroad when faced with uh, going bankrupt in order to continue making all sorts of decisions. Why are some so difficult to make? And what are some of the reasons why we find it so difficult to choose? How does confidence fit into this picture? And what are some of the factors influencing those decisions and the options from which we choose? So would you like to go first? I'm sorry. Sure, I, I can take that. Is it, was it me? That you were asking, yes, sure um, so. Jen? Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Just want to make sure. <laughs> All right. Well, um, there's several different reasons to to answer the first part of your question, Jen, why people find it so difficult. And um, speaking about from my own experience, uh, especially in the past, the the two things that come to mind first when I think about those times where I was really paralyzed in trying to make a decision was. Um, fear of the un, uh, the outcome, you know, not knowing what was uh, what I would expect on the other side of that decision, and fear of the unknown, but also the fear of missing out. And I, I thought about this when you mentioned the um, that example of you know what flavor ice cream to enjoy. You know, that's mm-hmm. not one of those serious decisions. But at the same time, I remember you know even until recently having two maybe really good things to choose from. And not knowing what, you know what to to choose because I really didn't want to miss out on on either of them. So there's there's several different things. It's sometimes you know tough because we want to try to avoid an outcome if we have a difficult decision. But in the end, on the other hand, we also don't want to miss out on you know something or two good decisions. And we we want to you know do both. But sometimes even that gets gets overwhelming. Um, and then the other piece of uh, of that is also not knowing. Um, the well, I, I, as I mentioned, not knowing the outcome, so that the whole fear of that unknown, but also our decisions can sometimes have um, a lot of consequences, different consequences, and they can affect a lot of people, and um, oftentimes people that are close to us, and so that keeps us kind of stuck and afraid to move forward because we're, we're just not sure of what um, you know how that decision is going to impact um, others, and it could potentially impact others negatively or even ourselves, and so that sometimes keeps us um, stuck. So those are just some uh, some reasons that come to mind as far as why it's sometimes so difficult for us to move forward. And then the other the other thing is confidence as well. Sometimes we just don't have um, the confidence in ourselves to make those decisions, and we constantly question ourselves. You know, am I going to be able to do this? What happens if I get this wrong? And and you know, just not being confident in our own ability to make a good decision. So that's a, a big piece of it. And confidence is actually something that's very close to my heart right now. I'm, I'm putting a lot of focus and attention in that area with my clients and, and different things that, that I offer because it is so important for us to step into um, our confidence. And then to answer, sorry, that's just, I took like the long way around to answer all of that, but the second part of your question was the, the options that we can um, choose from. So um, the other thing is that you know these influencing uh, factors that can influence our decisions are things like our beliefs play, play such a key in role in such a key role in determining these uh, you know the, being an influencing factor in how we make our decisions so the way we were raised um, you know what we believe as a result of society as a result of things that we've maybe learned over the years and 
um, you know, whatever the case is, our own experiences, all of those things are going to play into our belief system around these decisions. And then, of course, you have your societal uh, pressures, maybe, and then various different impacts. And so you can even have like environmental influences, all kinds of things that are going to play into this uh, decision and can either help us to move forward or can, can keep us um, in a place of being stuck because we're so afraid of those consequences. Wow, that you really covered that well, <laughs> Sharissa. Uh, no, there's some there's some great nuggets in there. Thank you so much. And and you know, the the child with the ice cream that was me. I used to spend 20 minutes as a child trying to figure out what flavor I wanted when the the ice cream truck would come by, um, or it, it was such a torturous decision. And I wonder if you know sometimes I think that's the idea of some of these buffets. You get you don't have to make a decision. Decision. Like buffets, is they can try everything and then and then decide what they want, and there's no stress about eating. Mm -hmm. um, we've all we've all sat at restaurants and and you know maybe had a slight regret about what we ordered and and um, looked at our our our, our, uh, our companion's plate with envy, you know. So I think we've all been there. Uh, you also spoke about. Uh, consequences and it sounds like um you know it's it's about regrets you know decisions can that that can keep a lot mm -hmm. of people stuck as well is having the confidence do i really know what i want what's going on for me is this really happening um and and am i blowing something out of proportion and will i have mm -hmm. a regret if I make this decision for reasons that, you, for many of the reasons that you even beliefs and, you know, and maybe and societal pressures and hurting someone else, what, what consequence, how will this impact someone else? So you really covered a lot. Thank you so much. Kathy, would you like to add something to that? Well, I'm trying to think if there is anything to add, but <laughs> she did such a good job. But yeah, um, I think that uh, sometimes, you know, certainly there's a big difference between small decisions like which ice cream we're going to get and, you know, if I'm going to move out of state and take a different job or something like that, the level of decision. And I think sometimes people get caught up in their fear um, making a decision. Now, there are some decisions where you make a decision and you, you, you can't go back down the road, but, but lots and lots of the decisions we make in life, if we, you know, we've made a decision and we go down it, it's it's not, you know, all or nothing. It doesn't mean that we can't make corrections as we go along. So, um, you know, I think sometimes people don't see it that way and, and they're just, they're really nervous about, you know, just taking that initial first step because it could, could mean a sense of failure. And I, I had, uh, in the last year read this really interesting book and I thought um, this, this, potential gender difference is kind of interesting. She, uh, this woman, uh, the, well, there's two women that wrote the book, Caddy Kay and Claire Shipman. They wrote The Confidence Code. And um, she said women uh, ruminate too much. Uh, they're in their heads, and, uh, and they have to get out of their heads to build confidence. They, they tend to focus mm. on problems instead of solutions and internalize their setbacks and their perfectionists, not wanting to take a risk until something's perfected. And she compared that to men, and she said men since childhood have been building up a thicker skin. They razz and hassle each other, and, and they learn to take it and brush it off. 
Women don't do that with each other. Men carry this throughout their life, and they brush their setbacks off far more easily than women. They tend to externalize their setbacks and slightly exaggerate their abilities. They believe that if they didn't get the job, grade, or something, it's because of somebody else's fault and not their own, where women just do exactly the opposite. So I do think, like Charissa said, that uh, decision-making is um, quite closely tied to confidence. And um, the more confidence you have in yourself and the more you've made decisions and you know seen how they've turned out and if they haven't turned out well because we learn a lot from our failures if they haven't turned out well how do you change that you know around what do you do about it and uh, and that cr- increases your confidence so you feel more confident to make the next decision, uh, decision in the future the other thing i think um the second part of your question I think um, if if a person is trying to decide, you know, it's, they're having a really difficult decision with something that's that matters a lot to them. I think um, if if people go way back down to what's the most important to, to them, like a sense of what are your top ten values that are the most important things. So perhaps mm-hmm. for for you, it's uh, being impetuous and having a sense of adventure and honesty, you know, whatever you can, if you don't, um, you know, if you don't know your sense of values or what your top 10 values are, you can easily do that online and, and look up, you know, loads and loads of lists list of values and kind of think about yourself and see what are the things that are really important to you. Because if you can clarify that and then apply that to the decision, if if the decision supports what you value, what's the most important to you, then I think you're going to be pretty happy with how your decision turns out. Oh, those are wonderful points. And I thank you so much, Kathy. And you have mentioned that book before. And I keep every time you mention it, I think, oh, that's right. I really want to read that. It sounds like such a great book. And, you know, I love what you said. You said have step is is the biggest the you know one of the hardest uh challenges one of the biggest challenges in making a decision we get stuck and um our fear can get us stuck and some decisions can be reversed but others cannot mm-hmm. and and what and I like that the difference the gender difference because it's true I've known men who say you know once I make a decision I stick with it and women are much more malleable um, we always want to make things as, as best we can. You know, we're always trying to fix. We're always so that that's you know that's part of our nurturing that. Right. So that's it's very interesting. I had not really thought about a gender difference in confidence. And um, you mentioned the top ten values, which is tremendous in um, in in this in in this process. And I just want to give a little tell our listeners that this is one of the one of the first things that we do as IPEC coaches is we do a values assessment because a lot of people really don't know what is important to them um, and so it it's it's invaluable in making so um, thank you so much and you know what I see we have a caller and before I pick up the caller I want to remind everyone else that we love to have your calls. The number here is 646-716-9397. And uh, hello, Carter 5962. Who is this? I think that's me. Is that me? Okay. This is Shelly Storch. How are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. How are you? 
Good, good. I guess I'm known on Facebook as Shalom Storch. Okay. But awesome. um, welcome. This is welcome. I'm so glad you called. Yeah, this is a Thank great you. little thing. Yeah, I'm, and, and those are great comments, Kathy, as well. I didn't hear everything from earlier when you, I don't know exactly what time you started. But when it comes to decisions, if you want to hear my two cents, um, there's a great book from Ken Blanchard. I would love to. There's, there's a great book from Ken Blanchard, and I'll, I'll figure out the name in a minute. But um, he has a book based on, on uh, about decision-making. And I learned from that, and it made a big difference to me a couple of years back, that no decision is the worst thing you can do. And there's no such thing almost as a bad decision. It's only good or better decision. And we try to make better mm. decisions. And that was such a good line to me because all my procrastination fell into that of not making decisions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just letting it go. And that, that was a, a big thing to, to hear that. And um, I, I really appreciate the value business. That's so important, the value assessment. Um, I'm dealing with a school now who made decisions to satisfy, oh, we do it all the time, to satisfy teachers over what's better for kids. So I asked them outright, you know, let's get these values in place. What are your values? So, um, you know, that that's where it comes. It's all over. Wherever you go, you'll, you'll see those issues as um, being value-based decisions. But I think the main piece is to make a decision. And you don't have to stick with it forever, but at least you're moving forward. You're doing something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah that, that, Wonderful I thought, points. Thank yeah. you. Wonderful. I, you know, I have to, that's another book I want to find. Um, <laughs> I love what <laughs> well, you said Ken about Blanchard. good. Yes. Um, uh, about good or better decisions. And sometimes with decisions, um, not a decision will and look for, you know, neither is a happy decision, but we look mm -hmm. for the one that is less, uh, less happy or, you know, so that are less unhappy. Let's put it that way. And that's how we make our decision. The best decision we can possibly make, but a lot of times people are waiting for that feeling of, you know, like the heavens opening up and going, ah, you know, that, that, oh, now I've made the right decision. Well, sometimes we're not going to feel that way because both decisions are, are painful decisions, but we have to make the best decision for um, all that is the least, you know, that, that has the best outcome or, or, you know, taking everything into uh, account. And one of, one of the things to do also that we haven't mentioned is to make a pro and con list for every option rather yeah. than just, you know, one option for every option that sometimes can get uh, help us get more clarity on something that's very difficult uh, or very challenging and may not be reversible because not all decisions are reversible. Like, for example, sure. whether this is a sad one, but whether or not to put an animal um, or whether to put the, the, the animal through some grueling treatments, you know, which may or may not make them better. So, um, you know, it's it's one of those, it's, it's, these are, there are decisions that are not reversible and we, we have to do, you know, knowledge or it's simply a decision is reversible. So it's, you know, I don't want to get too heavy here, but um, so that's, you know, but I love your contribution. Thank you so much. Where are you calling from? 
Lakewood, New Jersey. Uh, oh, so you're nearby. <laughs> okay, where are you? Nearby me. Anyway, I'm your, this is Jan. I'm in New York City. I'm in Manhattan. Oh, good. So I'm always in Manhattan. Yes. Yeah, so we're, I found the book. Oh, good. I found the book. It's, I made a mistake. It's not Ken Blanchard, but it's his co-author, Spencer Johnson. And the book is called Yes or No, The Guide to Better Decisions. And if you know the One Minute oh, Manager, wonder? it's written in a, similar, in a similar fashion with a okay. you know, story and all that. Yeah. Actually, I don't. I probably should, but I don't. <laughs> Another we'll thing do to read. Next radio talk, well, talk show. Okay. Very good. <laughs> but this is a nice little book for decisions. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, thank you well, so much. I your call. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Well, that was lovely. So um, I want to, um, let me just see something here. I want to take this moment since we've, we've stopped to do our announcement here. And um, the uh, we are uh, on the Life Coach Radio Networks proud to have as our sponsor Audible.com. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information on the internet, offering customers a new way to enhance and enrich their lives every day. Audible is the preeminent provider of spoken word audio products, which include more than 100,000 audio programs from more than 1,800 content providers. Free audiobook with your 30-day trial when you sign up with Audible today at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. Um, and I found other titles prior to the show. Um, I found several books on decision-making um, from Audible. The first one is The Art of Critical Decision-Making by The Great Courses, Michael A. Roberto. Then we have The Leader's Way of Decisions in Our Careers, Our Companies, and the World at Large by His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Lawrence Van Den Moisenberg. Uh, and then The Best Yes, Making Wise Decisions of endless demands and we also have thinking like an economist a guide to rational decision making narrated by professor randall bartlett it's by the great courses so uh auto making listening a tool for life and now back to our show Many people find that making a decision results in paralysis, procrastination, a feeling of being stuck and down. I already mentioned fear in our previous uh, segment about fear of the outcome, fear of the consequences. And there can be a sense of commitment phobia when struggling with, with making a decision. So what are some tactics, techniques, and tools for imprisonment. Kathy, would you like to begin with this one? Sure, yeah. Um, I was really, uh, I really liked what our caller added in because um, 
I think that if people take that idea of what he mentioned that um, you know there's there's you know there's no bad decisions there's you know better decisions that that takes a little bit of pressure off people and I really love that idea that he contributed um, because people do people do tend to look at it more black or white like failure or, or success and so um, if they can look at it as you know better or best uh, that's a better way to look at it maybe take some of the fear out of it and I do think that the very first step is like stepping off a cliff for most people if they can get that part behind them they generally are you know now they're going so getting to that first step you know how do you do that well um, you know you have to I, I think you should uh, give it some time if you have the, the opportunity to do that you know if you're a, a person of faith uh, give it some prayer or some meditation if that's what works for you to kind of clear your head out and think more carefully and um and then you know as i liked your idea of writing uh writing the list down too that's good for many people that helps clarify things and as i said before the values because in our caller you know caller brought that up too i think that that is going to help if people stick with what they value um and and so if you're making an individual decision because he talked about you know an organization and that's going to be a whole different thing because you have so many people contributing to values but if it's just your own um hopefully you can clarify your top 10 values and then uh you know all those tools together help you you know come to a decision to take that first step and once that first step has happened you're probably going to find each step after that a little bit easier oh wonderful thank you so much for clarifying all of that kathy those are great tools i'll just reiterate so you talked about the values list which our pre our caller had mentioned and um the the of course the lists of the pros and cons for every possible option that um we can think of um you know amongst or between depending on how many we have and um that there are you know good and better decisions and and just and making just as you said jumping off a cliff just going in and making a decision mm -hmm. and we can and sometimes sit on that, you know, make a decision on a day and say, okay, this is the decision I've made and then see how we feel about it the next day. So that's great stuff. Thank you so much, Kathy. Sharissa, oh, what, you know, uh, what thoughts? I'm sorry, go on. Oh, that's okay. I was uh, the one thing I, I I heard in your voice, and I thought, uh oh, uh, when you say make a pro and con list for every single step, that that could be great. But it depends on you as a person, because if some people tend to love so much about the paperwork and they feel very good about getting lots and lots of lists and lots and lots of paper and then they have all these things written down and they never really do move forward you know off the list making to the decision making so if that tends to be your weakness that might not be the best thing to focus on you know so. <laughs> well yeah I, I i see your point an excellent excellent point if that is just that another a whole other topic for tools for <laughs> but um, uh, I know someone dear to my heart that's like that so <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in there <laughs> thank you for that point Kathy excellent point thank you but also sometimes just not necessarily for every step but the pros and cons for each if we have three options sometimes it, it you know we may be really digging for the pros 
and then the cons are pretty heavy. It may not even be, you know, one list is bigger than the other, but one list may be much more superficial than the other. Right. So sometimes it just helps clarify. But if, yes, if you're using it as a decision, then that is something else. So that's an excellent point you brought up. Thank you so much, Kathy. Uh, Sharissa, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, I just want to say that I love what both of you ladies have said. And I'll call her. I really feel very strongly about aligning with values. And, it, you know, that just plays such a big part in helping us make these decisions. So the, I know, Kathy, you brought that up um, initially, and I believe our caller had added to that as well. And then, Jen, your, um, the pros and cons list. I, I really think that that is also a really good way to, to go about even just getting, even just the process of getting it out of our minds and onto a piece of paper sometimes can feel less overwhelming than just having it, you know, uh, stuck in our, in our heads. And it's so easy for us to get so overwhelmed in our minds with all of these different scenarios and what if and, you know, questioning all these different things that um, it's easy for us to kind of get uh, paralyzed in that, in, that, in that kind of state of mind. But one of the things that, um, that I think, uh, Kathy, you mentioned was uh, prayer and meditation and, and that, you know, like if you, if that's, something that feels good to you and that you enjoy doing, then prayer and meditation can help you to kind of clear your mind and um, help you to, to you know, just be um, a lot calmer when you're thinking about making the decision rather than making a decision when you're really high um, on, in terms of stress and anxiety and overwhelm. And typically making decisions from that place, uh, you know, may not always be the, the best way to go. So, one of the things I would say is definitely, you know, if you um, maybe you like walking or just exercising or whatever helps you to clear your mind and kind of take the focus off, um, you know, when you're, when you're trying to clear your mind and you're trying to get just more calm about the whole situation, try not to think too much about that decision that needs to be made, but focus more on just calming yourself and clearing your mind. And then, you know, then revisit that and, and look at it from maybe a slightly different perspective when you're in a different state of mind. Um, can you know can make a really big difference as well. And then just a couple of other things to add as far as helping to make that decision. Um, one is to, um, to well I already talked about you know writing it out and, and getting it on paper. But another way um, in, in addition to the pros and cons list is a tool that um, that we as coaches use, and that's the pain gain model. So looking at the pain or the gain in our current situation versus um so in other words what is in our current situation or where we are right now what is it that is painful for us that is not so pleasant and then look at what is it that we're gaining out of staying stuck because typically when we are stuck there's something that we're somehow we're benefiting from that situation so maybe that is you know we we staying safe and we're not taking on those challenges that we need to take on whatever the case is and then looking at our future state so whatever it is that is um, on the other side of that decision and saying, okay, so what is the pain in the, in that, you know, if I make that decision, what is a potential pain that could come out of that? And then also what is the gain? So that's just a slightly different view of the, the pros and cons list, another way of, of doing that. And then the other thing that I personally helps me out a lot is to talk to a, a good friend of mine or, um, you know, maybe a, that could be a coach or a friend or somebody that has your best interest um, at heart and, Someone you know that you can kind of talk it talk it out with because sometimes I mean all sometimes all you need is a listening ear, uh, ear. You don't necessarily need advice, but just talking it out can help you to clarify some of those things. And maybe things will come up that you never even um, considered. And then in addition to that is seeking counsel. So, Kathy, uh, Jan, you mentioned earlier that example of maybe a cancer patient 
where they're trying to figure out, you know, what's the, the next big, best step um, for them in terms of treatment or, you know, some of those really big decisions that can weigh heavily um, on us. One of the, the, um, the things that you can do in, the, in that case is to um, seek counsel from somebody else, maybe go and look for um, people who have gone through this before. So, you, you know, you have all of the information that you need to be able to make an informed uh, decision. Maybe talk it out with, um, with somebody that has maybe gone through that before and see if you can, you know, if that will help you to make your decision. So several different things that can that can help kind of walk walk through that and help us be more calm when we actually get to the point where we need to make that decision. Because I think that's really important. Uh, you know, not making a decision when we're so highly stressed and confused and overwhelmed, but rather try to get into that state where we feel a lot better, we feel a lot calmer, and then make the decision. And the, the second part of that is our belief. So once a decision is made, one of the things that helps me is this belief that everything happens for a reason. So even though Sometimes we make a decision and it feels like the wrong decision and we look at it and go, oh my goodness, I shouldn't have done that. We have all of that regret and all of that. But if we look at that in terms of lessons that, that need to be learned, so in other words, if we feel like we're in a situation that is not ideal for us, then we can look at it in terms of, okay, somehow I'm supposed to be in this, in this place and there's something that I need to learn from this that can maybe uh, help others, that I can use to help others or something that I can learn from the situation that may be not pleasant to me, but that's going to help me grow and develop and help me later on. And I know looking back at my life, I can pinpoint certain decisions that I made that I thought were horrible, but actually taught me some very valuable lessons. And I use that even now as a coach to help my clients. So you just never know, you know, if you, if you change your perspective and, and your beliefs um, slightly, that can help you deal so much, you know, with the stress and overwhelm and all of that. Oh, wow. Sharissa, that's just some wonderful, <laughs> wonderful information and wonderful stuff. Thank you so much. My goodness. Um, I love what you said. You, you, you talked about the values, how that's important, and about prayer is can be so helpful. And that's absolutely true because often when we are overwhelmed by a decision, I mean, we do feel stressed and confused and overwhelmed and how wonderful whatever it is to center ourselves whether it's meditation mm -hmm. or as you said for some people it's walking or the gym working out or for some people it's music and other people it's painting or, or sketching or whatever it is or some or bike riding whatever it is mm -hmm. it, to clear your mind and not focus on the decision but just focus on getting um, and center and want to think about this decision we can feel much far less emotional about it and far less stressed and and um, mm -hmm. and and overwhelmed and getting things on paper you know because you were referring back to those lists and sometimes just feelings can just get that out of us and sometimes makes us aware of things that we may not have been aware of that were affecting us and and maybe making us feel overwhelmed that may not that may be impacting our overwhelm and our stress on this decision but sometimes all of this stuff flying around in our heads and the other thing you mentioned which i love and i think you know all of us ipec coaches tend to love is the pain gain model because it really does it it's in alignment with getting things on paper it also helps us to see more clearly where, you know, we may know the pain or have an idea of the pain of staying where we are and the pain of moving forward. But what is, you know, what is the benefit of staying stuck? And um, mm -hmm. there is uh, something 
thing um, that that says the pain of pain or of the of the of moving forward. I'm not saying this right. Well, no, we don't we don't move forward until the pain of remaining where we are uh, is greater than the pain or the fear of moving forward. So again, I'm sure I've said it wrong, but I think you get the idea. And so that's what the pain gain model shows us and even more. Um, and we may not be, you know, it opens up our awareness and can help us with these other tools move forward. Uh, and sometimes taking that jump off the cliff, as Kathy said, and talking, you know, just talking with a friend or a coach, a, a great listening ear is so helpful because often, again, these thoughts are flying around in our heads and it's, it, we feel just totally unfocused and overwhelmed. So sometimes we, we can you know, get things out, it becomes more organized, more aware of something, or just the act of talking about something, someone who is some, somebody we know will listen, uh, like a coach or a friend, is so helpful because it, does, it can help us think out of the box by ourselves. Um, and also seek, seeking counsel experienced in, in something similar can also be extremely helpful. And again, a great listening ear. Um, I loved also what you mentioned about the belief after the decision that everything happens for a reason. We have, um, as coaches, a saying that everyone is our teacher. Or maybe it's our teacher and our student. I don't remember, but you, that's the idea. And I was thinking that on that in that same vein, everything we experience is a lesson, and a growth can be a growth lesson. And it is our teacher on the journey uh, that we have. And there is no growth without transformation. And um, as as has been mentioned in prior shows. Um, and most moving, most movement forward is often accompanied by pain. Uh, like I think, actually, Sharissa, I think you may have mentioned it on a previous show. Childbirth is one of the most painful experiences in life, and one of the most you're, you you know it's in order to have a child, one of the greatest joys in life, you know, having a baby and you know having a new baby in your arms. Well, that doesn't happen. Um, just going to sleep at night and waking up in the morning and the storch delivering it. No. So um, that's, uh, you know, that's, there is pain in forward movement and, and maybe some fear, but there is great exhilaration when we face fears. That's part of the reason people bungee jump. So um, that's, I, I love everything you said. Thank you so much, Sharissa. Um, I, I want to remind our callers again that we love your participation and your calls, and you can reach us at 646-716-939. Okay, so now we've made a decision. However, we find that the decision we've made might not be working out the way we had hoped. We may be concerned about how we appear to others, and evaluate waiting the cost of our decision, we remain invested in the plan we've chosen and continue to proceed or change direction and change our decision and plan. How does that make us feel about ourselves? And how do we live with what we may define as a bad decision? I know we've said that there aren't any, 
we may feel that the one that we've made is bad, perhaps for the consequences or whatever. So I'm wondering, um, Sharissa, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Well, one thing I was just thinking about, um, Jen, that goes back to what I was just saying, is the belief that goes goes into this, right? So once you've made that decision, and, and another piece of this is also surrendering the outcome, as difficult as it is, once you make a decision, try your best to surrender the outcome and know that, you know, you've done the best you can in that given moment, and it's time to just let go and see what, what happens as a result of that decision, and then look at it from that perspective, which again goes back to, you know, your belief around what is it in this situation? Even if I, maybe there's a moment of regret. It's like, oh my goodness, why, why did I go that way? I should have, you know, maybe gone another way and it would have ended up uh, being better for me. But even in those moments, rather than focusing on, on that end of things and focusing on the regrets, start asking yourself some powerful questions that can help you to really move through that period where maybe things are, you know, not going um, as well as you would hope. So ask yourself, you know, what can you learn from this, that situation? What is it that you need to be looking out for? Maybe try to increase your awareness in that situation and try to look for ways to not only learn from it and, and grow from that experience, but also how can you use that experience to maybe help other people? And then what can you be grateful for? Even in those moments where it feels like things are just going wrong, you know, try it. You're the best as you can to focus on gratitude. And I know this is difficult from, you know, from experience. Sometimes when things don't go the way we plan, the, our first re response is to either blame ourselves or go into regret and then all of these different things. But if we can try to change our focus and what we focus on, it does make such a big difference in terms of how we deal with it and reducing our stress and our overwhelm and, and all of that. So, and then also it, it helps us, it actually empowers us to be able to move forward from that bad decision, quote unquote bad decision. So some, when we look at it from a different perspective, it then gives us the ability to, and this goes back to what you were saying also, um, gives us the ability to then evaluate at that point and say, okay, do I remain where I am? Or is there some other, you know, some other direction that I need to move in? Maybe there's another decision that I need to make to improve the situation or whatever the case is. But it, you know, without having um, a good kind of belief system and, and confidence goes back also to the confidence piece. If you don't have confidence in yourself, to, to do the best you can in that situation, it does become a lot more difficult. So I hope that answers your, your question, Janet. Kind of, you know, I mentioned quite a lot of things, but hopefully that answers the question. Oh, of course, as, as always, beautifully. <laughs> um, <laughs> and thank you so much. You know, I love the way you said surrender to the outcome, and that is huge. And um, one of the things that I, uh, when you said that, and I was thinking about, uh, one of the things that Kathy mentioned from the book she uh, spoke about uh, earlier, um, it was about uh, confidence, the uh, confidence book. And, um, you know, the gen gender difference in, um, in um, when it comes to making decisions. And, um, you know, that I, I think that uh, I, I may be wrong, but after hearing what, you know, about the gender difference, I was thinking that perhaps um, there are, you know, women may may question themselves more about uh, did I make the right decision, um, whereas men perhaps, you know, have a very difficult time uh, making a decision, but then once they make it, they live with it, they move forward. Um, sure, if that's uh, the case, but um, I started, you know, that that occurred to me. I loved what you said about asking yourself. Um, questions such as, what is the lesson here? Um, 
um, and in, increase your awareness of consequences and how you can actually opportunities um, out of what what happens as a result of your decision if um, and that you can that you uh, practice gratitude that gratitude as as many of us know as we know as coaches very well gratitude uh, often helps shift our end more positive as opposed to you know down in the dumps and negative and frightened and and all of those um, those things that make that can uh, make us stuck and fearful um, and one of the and you also mentioned confidence just in confidence in ourselves in making decisions from being stuck and then moving forward and not you know staying focused on on the now and moving forward rather than stuck in the past oh my god if i had only made a different decision but there's no point in that because it doesn't it can't be changed so moving forward and now and making and always staying aware uh definitely helps us in and in living with whatever decision we make the other the other thing that i want to point out is that um you know we may make a decision and we think it uh, because the results may bring our expectations uh are of what or were of what that decision uh the you know what the results would have been for that decision and maybe things turn out differently and we think oh my god i made a bad decision i made the wrong decision well, it could be that we had our, our you know, our blinders on. We're not thinking openly, and we were not aware that there were other possibilities, and that maybe what our expectations were uh, was not the road, and that maybe the um, results of this decision that we've made are actually that will lead in a direction that will actually create more growth for us. So that was another uh, thing that I wanted, another piece that I wanted to mention in in making decisions. We, we just we go with the flow. Never know what is over the next the next hill. What's around the next corner? So thank you so much, Sharissa. Kathy, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, this? Um. I'm thinking, you know, I very much agree with so much of what Sharissa said, but um, I also thought that, um, you know, regardless of of how the decision is going at the moment, we certainly, for our own personal growth, want to evaluate how it's going um, regardless if we think it's not so good or good because there's things to be learned either way if it's not going as well as we had hoped. Um, gen you know, sometimes that's where people also uh, kind of get paralyzed because uh, they get into that, oh, I made the decision, it's bad, and they start judging themselves. And, and as our caller said before, you know, the worst kind of decision is no decision. So, uh, and then you're stuck at a place of no decision again. They might not move forward. And a lot of times if we've made a decision and it hasn't turned out the way we thought it would, and maybe we didn't have all the facts at that point, who knows, um, so you evaluate, and you may not have to scrap the whole plan. You may just have to make some mini alterations, because uh, a lot of times I think people get frozen because they become overwhelmed. Oh no, I made the whole decision; it's all wrong. Now I have to, you know, what do I do? I can't can't go back, and they become very overwhelmed. But really, sometimes it's just a matter of tweaking things. Um, and also, for honest, um, there could be an impact of what people think about us, because. 
if it's a business decision that we've been stewing about for a long time, telling everybody, you know, maybe it's, uh, you know, I'm going to lose the 30 pounds this year, or, or I'm going to get that promotion, or I'm going to, you know, do whatever it is. And so we start towards that path, and then, you know, we get to January 10th, and we've blown our diet, or whatever it is. Um, you know, it doesn't mean that it can't be picked up the next day, in a lot of cases, with, you know, one more step towards, and we just, you know, alter it a little bit. So I think that's that's important. And there's another book that I, uh, that I recently read. It's called Spiraling Upward, The Five Co-Creative Powers for Women on the Rise. And it's by author and coach Wendy Walbridge. And I think what she said is really important because she, she calls her book Spiraling Upward because she says the spiral is the most widespread and successful shape in nature, going from everything from the swirl of galaxies to the structure of her own DNA. And she talks about that that pattern, and and particularly for women, she says, you know, we can get out into the the world and see ourselves on more of a linear track that men have always made for themselves where, you know, they, they equate their success with kind of a straight line up. And she says with our feminine, you know, women are, are different, um, and so we have, you know, strengths and uh, in, in different areas. And so she talks about how um, we don't have to necessarily name our success in a straight linear line she talks about in a spiral and she says um, she believes our lives follow this this spiral pattern we keep encountering the same challenges and situations and each new opportunity allows us a chance to respond in a more conscious way so I think that's kind of a nice way to look at something where you think you know perhaps you know this kind of same thing is going to come around again or maybe I've I've had this before in the past how did I handle it and you know what can I do differently this time so I thought that was a pretty profound statement she made oh that's wonderful thank you so much Kathy and I you know I do that's another book that I keep meaning to read uh you <laughs> mentioned it before, spiraling upward <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know again the gender difference the gender difference it it does it really, you know, it, it's a real thing. And um, so we do that, that we can, with a lot of decisions, as you mentioned, we can alter along the way. Just like when you make a, when we plan and we take, and we may find that, or uh, that, you know, our goal or our plan is, uh, is going one way. And then we find, well, okay, this, we're working something or this decision we made isn't necessarily working. We can change it. So um, that's that's another uh, that's another piece important about altering and making the uh, making adjustments along the way when we when we make a decision. In many decisions, that is possible. I loved also about talking about the paralysis and and about how, of course, um, the work sense is made at all um, and that you connected paralysis to judging and judgment which is very you know a, a really insightful piece that you added because yes we often judge ourselves we judge the situation and so uh, trying to uh, be, step out of the circle step out of the box and look at it more objectively and it may be uh very challenging and that's why as sharissa said it can be really a thing and a very helpful thing to talk with the coach or talk with our friends because it's just talking it out gets us it gets oceans out and then we can think more with more clarity um and then you also mentioned 
concern about whether what others think, both of us and about the situation. And that is huge as well in uh, how we look at decision making, but when it all boils down to and what we think, what we what works for us and what works, what what uh, aligns with our values. And um, you know, if integrity is important to us, uh, is an value, you know, we're not going to be hurting people. Of course, if it's if it's a dis about you know something that's going to hurt somebody else, hopefully most people will take that into account. I mean, if it's really going to hurt them, um, and if there's a way that they can avoid it, as as long as the dis serves their uh, being, their, their best. Uh, uh, the best decision for them. So all of that into account, and I think it's it's really uh, it's very these are very helpful. So thank you, the both of you, so much. And um, I'm just I'm floored as uh, time is already gone, and um, this has been such a wonderful show. Uh, so I we're, we really are just about out of time. So I'd like to thank my very talented co-hosts, Kathy Aquino and Sharissa Sebastian, as well as colleague, Shelley Storch, for all of their insightful participation in today's show. Decision-making and confidence can walk hand in hand. There are often more options out there than we believe we have. Thinking out of the box, projecting possible outcomes both for us and others, honoring our views and beliefs, seeking the least unpleasant option which will result in happiness, and remaining flexible can be best practices in decision making. I'm Jan Jaffe of Forward to Success, and it has been your host today. I would like to offer our listeners a free 30-minute discovery session. You can email me at info at forwardtosuccess.com. That's info, I-N-F-O, at forwardtosuccess.com. I also want to remind our listeners that you are invited to share any comments or feedback on our website forward slash www.lifecoachradionetworks.com. We also have a Facebook page of the same name, Life Coach Radio Network. I have my own solo show, Your Best Life with Jaffe, Stay a month at 12 noon Eastern on this, the Life Coach Radio Network. On my show, I interview fascinating guests on many topics from all walks of life. I would be delighted if you would in noon Eastern on uh, Wednesday, ask my co-hosts to share any closing thoughts and contact information. Sharissa, would you go first? Sure. Well, thank you, ladies, so much again. It's, I've learned so much, as always, um, from our time together. And thank you also for our caller who dialed in. I've also got some really great resources for books that I'm definitely adding to my list as well. So one of the closing thoughts that I actually wanted to share is a book that I read also on decision-making. Um, and I believe um, one of you ladies may have already mentioned this. It's called um, The Best Yes, and that's the book by Lisa Turkos. And I actually went through um, a whole kind of workshop. It was, I think, it was a six-week series where um, we got together, got together with a group of women um, at our church and went through this. And she actually has a workbook that accompanies 
the book and really, really helps you um, go through the, you know, how to make really good decisions and, and things like that. Um, and then also the, the other closing thought that I'd like to um, add, and I'm not sure why I didn't mention this earlier, but this is probably the, the number one thing for me in terms of making decisions is to try your best to get in touch with your intuition. So finding that piece and, and that, you know, like, uh, like Dan was mentioning, getting centered and all of that and try your best to um, tap into your intuition to be able to make those decisions that are going to be the best for you. And you've all got this. I mean, no matter what happens, no matter what the outcome, we all have what it takes to be able to work through this and, um, you know, and get, get through it. So um, thank you again, ladies. And if anyone has any questions for me or like, would like to contact me, my website is sharissasebastian.com. And we've got uh, two retreats coming up, uh, women's retreats. They're both actually at a spa. One is on September 5th and the other is on October 10th. So if you ladies in the DFW would like to join us, I would love that. The website for that is stopsmilebreeze.com. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Sharissa. I definitely want to uh, add that that I yes, we I'm I'm shocked that I didn't mention intuition. It is such a huge piece because sometimes we know uh, we just know we have that inner knowing. But also, you know, that's the reason that we have such difficulty of course, making decisions is that we sometimes just get too far into our head and our intuition. So, um, you know, great to have other tools as well, but thank you so much for that. That's that's such important information. And um, now, Kathy, uh, uh, from you. Thanks, Jan. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you're cutting up a little bit there, so I couldn't hear everything. Um, yeah, I'll share my final thoughts. Um, I really did like what Shelly had added that, you know, no decision is the worst decision. I think that was a really prime piece of information um, this hour as we spoke. And so I encourage people to um, to have confidence in themselves that they can um, innately choose the right decision. And, you know, if it ends up not being exactly what they thought, that that, that most decisions can be altered in, and, and adapted. And if it's a really, really difficult um, very heavy decision you know wrap yourself in the love of your friends your good friends that truly love you that don't criticize you that want the best for you and uh you know pull them around you in a really difficult time and um and you know the right decision will will come to you so um have some have some trust in your own in, in yourself and i can be reached at my website at www.courtoled and always, uh, ladies, I have enjoyed this hour so much with you. Thanks very much. Thank you so much, Kathy. And I want to encourage um, our listeners to uh, to contact both Sharissa like, Sebastian and Kathy Aquino. Excellent, excellent at what they do. Sharissa's retreats are well worth looking into. So if any of this has interested you, please contact these. Uh, these ladies, and you can find uh, if you like to write down any of this information on the show page uh, 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 for today's show for Think Tank. So um, we have a couple of sister networks, uh, and so I would like to announce also the upcoming shows on this network and on the Life Coach Radio Network. Oh, I'm myself into being. Let's talk about forgiveness. On August 28th at 5 p.m. 
influential connections with Amina, in with Anara. And September 9th at noon, Best Life with Jan Thompson. On September 10th at 8 p.m., Guiding Yourself into Being with Jennifer Belieber, a chat with Harper Spiro. And uh, September 23rd at noon episode, tag, I hope you join us. Uh, chat channel, August 26th today at 2 p.m. to fight or flee, dissecting the anatomy of fear. 1 p.m. claim how gratitude improve your health. On September 1st at Transform Your Life with Coach Tamara, presenting What's Love Got to Do With It? And on September 4th, Business Lunch with Ryan. Um, that afternoon. Uh, on our sister network, the International Life Coach is tomorrow at 7 p.m. Trusting Yourself a guide to decision-making and using your intuition. I again thank my two wonderful hosts, Sharissa Sebastian and Kathy Akeem, our caller, for joining me today and making this show a special one. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Saturday is starting Friday. Hurry into JCPenney to find select home expressions 100% cotton solid bath towels for $3. Plus, get an extra 20% off with your JCPenney credit card and coupon on select items. Or get an extra 15% off with any other form of payment. Prices value 826 to 827 coupon required. Value 824 to 828. Some exclusions apply. 20% off are subject to credit approval. Check jcp.com or newspaper for coupon details. And hey, Connecticut, come Friday till 10 p.m. and Saturday 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. to shop tax-free on clothing and footwear priced less than $100. Ends 827. JCPenney. Adding the choice of a crispy chicken BLT to Wendy's 4 for 4 is the biggest thing since rappers trying to sing. I got me out and I sound like a robot. But do you like the sound of this? Wendy's 4 for 4 now comes with a choice of a junior bacon cheeseburger or a crispy chicken BLT. From Detroit to Macon, I keep it crisp like bacon. Both are topped with crispy applewood smoked bacon and come with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke for just four bucks. Oh, yeah. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes small fries and a drink. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii.